0: Have a great time. It's good to have Casey and Cassie back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well go with me in your Bibles this morning to John 10:10. 10, 10. Thank God for the word, Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you right now for this opportunity to break open the word of God. We look now to you, Holy Spirit, as our teacher, to lead us to guide us into the truth of the word. We expect great revelation to dawn upon our hearts. Father God, by your grace, we will not just be hearers of the word, but we will be, become doers thereof. Because we're doers, we shall be blessed. blessed, 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 blessed. We give you praise and glory for this now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. amen. John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Everybody say more abundantly. Friends, this is one of the main reasons why Jesus came. So that we may experience this kind of lifestyle. An excessive, super abundant, overflowing, life filled with surplus. A life beyond the ordinary, an extraordinary life. This is what God has for you and me. A life of more than, more than enough. A life that is so beyond the ordinary. Listen to how I'm saying this. I want you to catch this. I want you to start saying, God, help me to get this revelation. We are not supposed to be looking at ourselves as, 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 as people out there in the world without Christ. We're not supposed to be allowing the limitations that this world puts on us keep us from rising up and achieving this kind of lifestyle in each one of our lives. You're supposed to be living a life more abundantly. I'm not talking about normal human life here. I'm talking about the God kind of life. Zoe life. Everybody say Zoe. Zoe. Say it again, Zoe. Zoe. Pretty fun to say in it, Zoe. Anyway, it means superabundance. It means overflowing. It means excessive. It means with surplus. It means over and above the ordinary. It means extraordinary. It means more than more than enough. Do you want to live that way? I want to ask you this question. Jesus came. He, did he come? And what did Jesus do for you and me? What did he, what price did he pay for you and me? He laid down his, he became sin with our sin, went to the cross and died there for you and me. Right? So why would we want to sell what Jesus Christ did short and live beyond the privileges that are ours now in Christ Jesus? See, so many people think that. Well, I don't want to assume that I can live that way. What does the Bible say? I mean, the greatest way we bring glory to God is to take advantage of everything Jesus Christ has done for us. And if Jesus Christ has come to give us life, and life more abundantly, then shouldn't that be the life we want to live? Hello? Hello? Oh, thank you, Jesus. I mean, who said this? Jesus, right? These are the words of the master. Is it possible for Jesus to lie? How many know that it is impossible for Jesus Christ to lie? Stop and think about that. That means every word out of the mouth of Jesus Christ is what? there's no getting around it it's the truth I have come to give you life and life more abundantly so if Jesus said it that settles it now I have a choice to make I can choose to believe what he says is so or I can choose not to believe it your two choices right there buddy right there's your two choices as for me and my house we choose to follow after what jesus said because he is my lord he is my savior he is the one i follow after if he said it that settles it in my life i will settle for nothing less than living a life more abundantly a super abundant lifestyle an excessive lifestyle am i there yet no i'm not there yet but what am i going to do water the world the word down to fit my circumstances Or I'm going to trust God to elevate my life to come in line with what Jesus Christ said. It's your choice. It's your choice. What are you going to do? Okay. Thank you for all this great, excited people in here this morning. Thank you, Christine, for that. Amen. It it is something that, again and I'm going to get into this in just a second so I'll probably just wait to say this but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway that made a whole lot of sense right there didn't it we have got to go beyond where we're at because where you're at is not where you're supposed to be and you cannot limit God because of things like your education or because you were, your family was poor. Or because you don't have a great job. It's literally going to take you trusting God to reveal this truth to your heart. And changing the way you see yourself. You're going to have to see yourself living this way before you'll be able to live this way amen I, I want to show you this morning how god loves to do things i want to take you to several scriptures that show how god loves to do things i want you to hear this morning with ears of faith expecting to receive because this will change your life my friends but you just can't come in here on a Sunday morning and hear this word and leave from here all excited about it, but then never even give it another thought the rest of the week. This has to become, it has to become something you're thinking about all the time. you got to be meditating in this word, meditating in it, speaking it out of your mouth over and 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 over, and over again. you got to say, God, I cannot continue to live my life looking at my circumstances the way they are, looking at my life the way it is, and say that there's no way I'll ever get to that place. Because if you live that way, if your attitude is that, you're not going to be able to live the life more abundantly that Jesus Christ has for you. I'm just keeping it real. But God has not made this difficult. God has not made this hard. He has given us His Word, hasn't He? And He's given us His Spirit. If you are a born again child of God, and as I'm looking around the room, we're all born again children of God. That means you've got the Holy Ghost living in you. And he's there to teach you, to guide you into the truth. And you've got to say, Holy Spirit, I want to see myself the way my Father sees me. I want to begin to to find out all that Jesus Christ has done for me. And then begin to operate in those things. Appropriate all of that into my life with my faith. And then when that starts to happen, that's when you're going to find yourself going beyond the life you're living. Into that life more abundantly that Jesus talks about here. Amen. Are you all with me this morning? You're getting what I'm throwing down. That's a modern way of talking. Was it Riley? Riley? amen. uh, My my wife has told me that saying drop the mic is no longer appropriate. That's that's a dead and buried saying. So I'm going to keep on saying it anyway. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So anyway, let me remind you something else we've been talking about. The three levels of living found in this earth. There is the level of not enough. There is the level of just enough. And there is the level of more than enough and these three levels of living are exemplified through god's dealing with the children of israel again while they were slaves to the egyptians they were living at the level of not enough as they wandered through the wilderness they were in the land of just enough and then finally some of them entered into canaan's land The land of more than enough. What was God's will for them? It was the land, the promised land that flowed with milk and honey. It was a place filled with houses that they did not build, filled with things that they did not have to go out and get. It was a place where they could eat without scarcity. In fact, the grapes were so big, it took two men to carry one cluster of grapes. Stop and think about that. That's some big old grapes. It was a place where silver and gold and cattle and and other livestock were multiplied to them. Everybody say, multiplied. (laughs) right there's the way god loves to do things he loves to multiply things to us and all of this would happen to them as a result of god giving them power to get wealth so that he may establish his covenant with them glory to god that was god's perfect will for them a place of more than, more than enough. Glory to Jesus. Now I want to remind you that in order to go from one level to the next, you have to do what? You have to get it where? You have to get it in your heart as I've been talking about earlier. You've got to see yourself going from the land of not enough into the land of just enough. And then from the land of just enough into the land of more than enough. You've got to see it happening on the inside of you. Just as 3 John 2 states. What does that say? Am I so far ahead of myself? I am, but it's okay. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. Prosper in how many things? God cares about if we prosper in our finances you know a lot of churches would have aught with that but I don't see how that could be construed any other way God wants us to prosper in all things and be in health even as or just as our soul is prospering as we're getting our minds renewed with the word of God, as our will is coming in line with God's will, as we are, 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 are controlling our emotions with our reborn spirit man, that's what that's talking about. That's your soul prospering. And to the degree that your soul prospers is to the degree that you're going to experience prospering in all things and being in hell. You see that? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, one of the things that I also brought out, that in order to to move from the level of just enough to the level of more than enough, you have to pass some tests of faith and some tests of obedience. The children of Israel did what? They failed their tests, didn't they? That's the reason they wandered in the world. Do you understand? The wilderness living for them was only supposed to be a short period of time. But you hear what I'm saying? They had to go through the wilderness to get to the promised land. But that was it. They were supposed to just travel right through, come up to the promised land, and go in and possess the land. But that's not what happened, is it? They failed their test. They allowed what they could see, the giants and the fortified cities. And what they were hearing, all the grumbling and the complaining and the bad reports, keep them from stepping out, taking God at his word, and possessing their promised land. It's Not the way it's supposed to be for us. We are not going to go into our promised land unless we pass some tests of faith and obedience. hallelujah there will be times when you face giants when we came over here you've heard me say this share this story i was discouragement was trying to come on me we were spying out the land i saw all these big churches and the you know the devil's pounding me with thoughts why do you need me to come here god look at all of these big churches look at all of this stuff going on and it was like, dropped her off, and God spoke to my heart, just like that. You can put your focus on the giants, or you can keep your focus on me and what I've spoken to your heart. That's the way it's always going to be. You're going to have a choice. Are you going to allow what the doctor tells you? You got cancer. You got three months to live. That's a big giant. we are going to keep your focus on that? Or the fact that Jesus said by his, I mean, that Jesus went through what he went through. And by his stripes, you were healed. It's your choice. You got a choice to make. See how I'm saying that? You're going to have to pass tests of faith and obedience in order to go to the next level. Do you want to go into the next level? Do you want to go into the land of more than more than enough? Then pass your tests. Pass your tests of faith and obedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to know that God has a Canaan land for every single one of you. God has a promised land for every single one of you. Get a hold of that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It is a place filled with excessive, abundant, overflowing things. Do you want that kind of life? A a place of and joy in the holy ghost that's a life god has for you in this place i don't care where you're at right now if you are a child of god that's what awaiting you right now that's what jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly oh hallelujah thank you jesus but you got to get it in your heart hallelujah See, I, uh, let me throw this out to you. You've got to get you the place. And you're trusting God to get you to this place that I stand up and I say, we're in need of $100,000 for this project. You immediately bow your head. and You say, God, am I supposed to give half of that? Am I supposed to give most of that? Glory to God, am I supposed to give it all? Can you envision yourself doing that? Can you see yourself writing out a check for that day? That's living in the land of more than more than enough. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I know when I say something like that, the tendency with a whole lot of people is to immediately think, well, that will never happen to me. My income is limited to my job, and I don't make a whole bunch of money. What's holding that person back from being able to do something like that? Is it God? No. It's their unbelief. Did you hear what I just said? It's their unbelief. It's yielding to fear because they believe that God supplies all their needs according to their job at Walmart. Or according to that monthly check they get from the government. Or according to to mom and dad. But how many know that's not what God's word says, does it? The word of God says, my God shall supply all your need according to his unlimited, overflowing, excessive riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's what the word says. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So what is it that we as Christians can have? According to the Bible, according to Jesus, you can have what you can believe for. Anything you can believe for. All things are possible to those who believe. Ha, ha, ha. All things are possible to those who believe. Is it possible for you to pay off everything you owe and get completely out of debt is it possible to write big checks and put them in the offering is it possible to sell cars nice cars into the lives of your family friends co-workers is it possible To have a really nice home. Fully paid for. Fully furnished. Yes. 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 If you can believe it. And you've got Jesus' word on it. It shall come to pass. For all things are possible to those who believe. Amen. But where does it start? right here in your heart It rhymes remember that where does it start right here in my heart you've got to see it in here before you'll have it out here plus now here's a biggie this is something I deal with don't try to figure out how you can do it in your head or if you do try to figure it out in your head don't lean to that Proverbs 3, 5 states, trust in the Lord with all your head. No, it's with all your, and lean not to your own understanding. That's sometimes hard for me to do. You know, that was one of the biggest issues in my dad's life. He was a very educated man. Had a master's, very intelligent man. But, he also saw the way my wife was his my wife, his wife was to him, treated him with respect and honor, loved him, and as a result, he came into the kingdom. and He was a giver, man. He loved to. Gi- I mean, he found out our church. I mean, it was their church, not necessarily my church, so much, but he found that they needed all this electrical stuff for for their new church building. He paid for it all, and I don't even know how many thousands of dollars it was. He got a hold of it. He got that revelation. He began to get a hold of what the word says there. He learned to not lean to his own understanding as much as he once had. But it's still something that probably everybody in here to one degree or another does. You know what we got to do is we, we just got to become like little children. You know what Jesus said? We're supposed to become little chil- like little children to inherit the kingdom of God. You know what little children do? They trust. You say something to them, they believe it, man. I remember one time the Lord, two things the Lord showed me where that's concerned. The one time, and again, I've shared these, uh, these illustrations before, but boy, they bear witness right now. I remember when I was at Canaan land, my little nephew, Matt, who's now married and has a set of twins and has got another set of twins on the way. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, what, when he was a little fellow and they came to visit me at Canaan land, they stuck him on the end of a table and he would run all the way down that table and just jump off into my arm. He trusted me. That's how a little kid is. Just jumped. Just, if I put him back down, go on the other table. He'd jump off into my arms. And the Lord spoke to my heart. That's exactly the way I want you to be with me. I want you to trust me just like he trusts you. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. And then the other thing the Lord showed me is when we adults go to a pool. For the most part, for the most, most adults, I know these big guys this way, you kind of go in and you test the water. You know, how many know what I'm talking about? You just kind of put your foot in or maybe you do toe and you feel it in your hand. What do kids do?
1: Get out of my way!
0: Wow! They just jump on in. It's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to just jump on in. We're supposed to take God at his word. We're supposed to trust in him with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, that was all for free this morning. Praise you, Jesus. So the first step to experiencing more than more than enough, to get over into the land of more than enough, is you got to see it in here. You need to get it in here. Can you see you living in a beautiful, fully paid-for home? Can you see you buying and owning and driving a brand-new, awesome vehicle? Can you see you giving an offering of $25,000, an offering of $50,000, an offering of $100,000, an offering of a million dollars? Can you see you living in the land of more than enough, having so much that you've got to give it away? Because if you could see it in here, eventually you're going to have it out here. Glory to God, I am so stoked about that coffee bar. I've said to you before, and, and my, my wife, my my, my, my wife can attest to this. She came to me about it, she shared it with me, and I basically said to her, "It's your baby. I'm the pastor of this church. I'm going to stay focused on pastoring the church. I hadn't gotten the revelation of what that coffee bar is all about. And all of a sudden, she just kept on speaking it out, kept on believing God kept on getting the vision on the inside, put things up on her wall in her room, started to confess over the coffee bar, and all of a sudden, bam, it started to come together. A little bit at a time. Sometimes it was moving a whole lot slower than we thought it was going to move. We had to deal with the electrician. and the electrician is a guy that, bless his darling heart, it's somebody and he'll come... Never mind, Daniel, don't go that way. Stop, 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 stop. But we had to deal with an electrician. And then we had to deal with a plumber then we have to deal with people coming and inspecting it then we then we thank god had casey and 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 kelby be able to come in and get us the 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 coffee bar put together and 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 all of a sudden i don't know if joan called me i don't remember pastor joan called me or what it was but she said hey i think we're gonna do put concrete down that's gonna be our our our, our 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 coffee bar top i'm like going okay can you do that do you know how to do that and You know, my mind, here I am trying to figure it all out. But they said, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. Look at it out there. There is no place in town like that. Nowhere you can go and find a place like this. And then all of a sudden, we had James' friend came, helped us get all this other work done, starting to get everything starting to come together. But it all started here so, see, this should encourage you. Every time you walk by there, you should say, the same God who did it for Pastor Don, Pastor Dan, I got it in me now, by the way. It took a while to get that coffee bar in there, so it didn't want to fit right in there. But it's in there now, glory to God. It's in me, hallelujah. But every time you go by there, every time you buy a coffee from there, you ought to be saying, the same God who did it for them will do it for me. Oh, hallelujah. Got to get it in you. You got to get the vision in you, amen. Thank you, Jesus. And it's, listen, it's not getting a vision for what you want, it's getting a vision for what he wants for you. You see how I'm saying that? You got to be able to, to uh, it, it's just so important. We're not about, as Christians, we're not about trying to fulfill our personal vision. Now, understand how I'm saying that? I'm talking about my vision. If I had my vision, I'm talking about we're called to fulfill his vision for us. How many know that if we want God helping us, we need to be about fulfilling his vision for our lives? You understand how I'm saying that? That's so important that we get a hold of that and we begin to say, God, what do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? And and, and then, by faith, start to get it here. I see that, God. I see what you want. I see you taking me to the next level. I'm going to believe you, God. And, and it's a process. It's taking steps. Amen. But then when you come in here, I, she is so excited right now. But you know what? I know what she's thinking. She's, I, know, I know what she's thinking. She's thinking the same God who did this for me. It's the same God that's going to bring in this home. I'm going believe in him then god's going to do that for you i actually said something to her the other day i said you know that home that you want i don't remember how i said it she said "Ooh, you saying that now too basically i'm starting to come into agreement with what god's been showing her she's a visionary i'm just telling you she's a visionary sometimes i'm the one that pulls the reins sometimes i pull the reins too hard I need to learn to be like a little child and just say, jump on top of the horse and say, let's ride. God has great things for us. God has great things for you. It starts right here. And let me throw this in for free right here. You cannot be in all of money. I remember when we first came over here, and and Pastor John, you can attest to this. One of the first things that the Lord spoke to my wife was, do not be in all of money. You know what I mean by that? It means like, let's say you're going out and you're going some, doing some car shopping. And you go out and, you, and as you're looking around, you see a car, you're like, ooh, I like that. Mm, I, mm, I look good. And then you walk around and you see the sticker. $80,000. Are you kidding me? Guess what? You just showed everybody that you're not in faith. You're not at that level you need to be at. See, when when you're out car shopping, and you know that it is my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory, when you see a sticker for $50,000, you know what you're going (laughs) to do? $50,000? What is that to my God? That's a drop in the bucket to him. You know what, God? I'm going to believe you for two of these so I can bless somebody with one is that possible is that living in the land of more than more than enough glory to god and i'm telling listen to this these things happen i'm not just throwing things out to you these things happen oh thank you jesus thank you jesus cannot get impressed god does not get impressed with numbers when you go to God and you say, God, I need this much. Not once, as He said, well, pfft, 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 g- g- Gabriel, g- g- come here, come here. Michael, come here, come here, come here. I need you to go tear up one of those gold streets because, man, I, did you see how much they asked for? It's not going to happen. You know what God's going to say when you ask him for something big? Is that all? Is that all? Hey! i tell you what, I'm getting myself stirred up up here. Glory to God. Do you believe? See, it's up to that. Do you believe? Can you see yourself living beyond the place you're at right now? Can you see yourself taking it to the next level? Do you see? Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I see that too. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me, I'm just having a good time with God right now. You know what you need to get? You need to get some faith buddies. You need to get a faith buddy. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm not going to get to, I'm on page. It doesn't matter what page I'm on. I'm not even close to it, being the end of my message. I haven't even got into my message. This is all the introduction. You need to get yourself a faith buddy. When you, you need to be able to pick the phone up and call somebody and say, I'm being challenged in my faith right now. I need you to encourage me. I have the best faith buddy in the world. I tell you what, if I start to feel a little discouraged, all I got to do is pick up the phone and say, hey, faith woman. Yes, honey. And she comes and she'll encourage me. But I endeavor to do that for her as well. She's coming to my office sometimes and all of a sudden is being overwhelmed. Then glory to God, I'm there to encourage her in her faith. You got to have somebody in your life. Do you know that some people in your life, including family members... And even friends and so forth can drag you down. You can't do that. You can't live that way. It won't, that will never happen. What does that do for you? I'm going to just throw this out for free. You're going to have to cut off some relationships. Or, or, or. You need to let your mom, dad, sister, brother, whoever. You need to let them know, "Hey, I don't I'm not going to listen to that. I don't need to hear that right now." And associate with people who are going to say, "Come on. We can do this. Come on. My God is able. My God is faithful." My God is willing. He'll come through for you. Hallelujah. Just like the last time he came through for you, he's going to come through for you again. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. The same God that moved the mountains the last time is the same God who will move the mountain this time. Hallelujah. See, this is what we're here for in church on Sunday. If I'm not stirring your faith up, then I'm not preaching good. I trust when you leave from here your faith is stirred up that you believe that I can do these things and that through the week as you ponder the message through the week as you think about these things and you and you start to meditate on these things and God starts to show you things you start to see yourself in here you start to see yourself in here doing these things you know what I've been doing you know what I've been doing? Can I just be real with you? You know what I've been doing? To fight off the discouragement that tries to come? I'm looking in my heart and I'm seeing myself preach before thousands. Big church. Big stage. Oh, man, kicking cool lights. Incredible sound system. Big old LED uh, screens behind us. Oh, that's what, that we're going to, okay. I mean, it's just, uh, it, oh, glory. See, I'm starting to see myself that way. I said I'm starting to see myself that way. I got to get it in here before I have it out here. But I want you to catch this for you as well. Because you have an important part to play in this. Mm, Glory to Jesus. Do you know if you help someone fulfill their vision, God-given vision, God will see to it that your vision comes to pass? Hey thank you jesus i am not trying to make something i'm not just pulling this out of left field am i do we believe what jesus said here i have come to give you life and life more abundantly do you believe that this excessive lifestyle is available to you because a lot of people say you can't be excessive that's wrong. You can't do it. You can't live that. Way. Listen, it's not wrong. I do not have the time. I'm going to show you throughout the Bible where God did things excessively to people who took God at His word, who believed what God says in His bi- that Bible. If you can believe it, God will do it. But He's not going to do it to the measure you think it will be to the overflowing. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. He is the God who does exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all we could ask or think or pray for or dream about. And you want to know why he wants to do it that way? Do you want to know why he wants us living in this land? Do Do you want to know why? Because he wants us to be a living testimony. A living billboard. To this world of his goodness, of his love. He takes care of his kids. If only his kids would believe him. You know, it'd be a sad state of affair. If I had all this money. And I turned to Riley and James, Brooke and Casey. And I said, hey, I want to give you this $10,000. I want to give you. And they said, I can't believe that. That's just too much. I can't believe that. Would that be kind of silly? Wouldn't it be kind of silly? I mean, if, I'm, I, if I've got a check for $10,000 and I have it written in Riley Greenwald's name, I'm giving a check for every one of my kids for $10,000. And Riley comes up and says, I can't take that. I don't, I don't believe that. I can't have that. Because see, according to the Bible, in reality, Jesus has already signed a check. To the, our heavenly account. He's already signed his name. Jesus Christ. And it's up to us to fill it in. It's up to us to fill it in. How, w- would you like to receive a check from a b- multi-billionaire? And he says, go ahead and fill it in for what you want. Oh, I can't do that. I can't believe that. I can't do that. We need to realize this is already ours. These things already belong to you and me. Jesus said, I have come. Has he come? Why? So that you may have life. If he would have stopped right there, that would have been cool. But he didn't. He went on to say, I've come to give you life more abundantly, excessively, super abundantly, over and above. Glory to God. I want you to have that kind of life. Here, that's what I came here for. And for us to stand back and say, oh, I can't, I can't. I don't want to be like, I can't. You know, rich, riches are wrong. To have riches are wrong. No, it's not wrong. It's wrong if they have you. But if they don't have you, if you are a big giver, if you are a conduit for God's blessings to flow out to all the people around you, God's going to get it to you. God's going to get it to you. I said he'll get it to you. Hallelujah. And there's no getting around it. If you're going to be a water hose, all that water that's shooting out is the blessings of God flowing through you to others. Guess what's going to happen as a result? You're going to get wet too. You're going to get blessed too. Blessed beyond measure. See what I'm doing? I didn't even get into, I I don't have time to get into the scriptures. I'll get into them. And and, and then after I'm done with this, uh, sharing those things, then I'm going to talk to you about something else. Why aren't more Christians living this way? I want to take you to the Bible and show you why. But, oh, man, my heart's cry. My desire is that all of us begin to see ourselves the way God sees us and to take advantage of all God has done for us through Jesus Christ, his son. Hallelujah. Everybody say life more abundantly for you. For every one of you. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you have right now. I don't care. The only thing that matters is if you're you're a Christian. Because Jesus has already come. Jesus has already come to give you life more abundantly. Yep. Praise the Lord. Here, just use this.
1: You know, I appreciate, and I'm going to try to do this without crying, I appreciate what my husband says about me. You know, it's such a blessing. But I'm just a person who's doing what he's sharing. I'm taking the word of God. He's done so much for me. But I want to show you how much God loves people, how much he cares, and in your life you think, roadblocks and things that are hard and you know this didn't work out or whatever when we didn't get that building it was quite quite a, a gut punch to us but god brought us here for a person a a person individual but more people because of this coffee bar that he birthed in my heart it was his desire he birthed it in my heart but Riley and James have a friend, Casey. And I have prayed for him ever since James was in high school. And the Lord just gave me a revelation of how much he loves Casey. That he has woven his plan. Because this young man, Casey, was the one that was able to step in and help do some more work on the coffee bar. And he was here for a number of days this past week. And I just loved on him like he was my boy. Would be silly with him, not preaching at him or anything, hugging him, buying coffee for him or whatever. And he loves this place. He's like, I'm he's gonna be going back to the university. He said, I'm gonna have a stool at the end of the coffee bar and I'm just gonna come up here to study. How did I know how I could get into his life? God knew that this young man would come and be a part of what we're doing here. And he feels welcome, and he feels loved. He's very intellectual, isn't he? And they've had many conversations about God. God is wooing him. So don't think the things in your life. Don't take them, you know, like, oh, man, that didn't work out. What a bummer. Say, God, you're directing me in a different way. There's people around you that only you can the
0: vision and the plan that's in your heart that he put in there <laughs> you done <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah praise the lord you know again I don't care who you are God has vision for you. doesn't matter where you're at as long as you belong to him he's got vision for you a plan and a purpose designed just for you before the world ever began he looked down through the eons of time and he saw Riley Green he said oh, I got this plan for her life that I'm designing just for her no one else but Riley Riley has to go to him figure that out find out what it is spend time with him and as he, it, it literally you, she has to have intimacy with God and get impregnated with vision from Him, but then once it gets put in here, begins to grow. She keeps feeding on the Word of God, keeps spending time, quality time with Him, till it becomes so real to her. When it becomes so real to her, that's when it's ready to be birthed. Now comes the vision, and that's exactly what's happening right here with that coffee bar, and and again. You can look back on, on, on things that may not have happened, at least not happened the way you thought they were going to happen. But I, I, I can't understand why certain things have happened. But the bottom line is, God's never at fault. God's never wrong. There's a mistake. I'm going to point the finger at myself. I don't know where I missed it. But out of God of his great love has instilled in something inside of me. And that's a spirit that refuses to give up, that refuses to quit. I trust him to show me if I need to know that he'll reveal it to me so I can grow thereby. But the bottom line is is I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep fighting this fight of faith because as long as I keep fighting this fight of faith, guess what? I win. The fight of faith means you win. Period. Hallelujah. Big things in each of you. exceedingly abundantly, above and beyond. That's my God want you to have life and life more abundantly. Go ahead and bow your head just.